people, 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 welcome back to another pre-recorded podcast of the Arsenio Buck Show, man. It's a good morning. It's a good morning. I'm actually doing a pre-recorded podcast just because I'm actually doing a live video. Now, for those of you who want to see me live talking to, a, what the hell is that? Man, I should have never left that damn door open. Okay, so anyway, boy, I don't know what, boy, I didn't even know these critters existed. Okay, so focus, Arsenio, focus. Now, I'm going to share this live Facebook uh, podcast. It's going to be a podcast live through video. I'm going to be sharing it on my Facebook page, so be sure to like, of course, the Arsenio Buck Show uh, Facebook page so you guys can check out that live podcast and hear about my travels, hear about why did I end up developing a podcast, etc., etc. There is a girl by the name of Selena, who um, artist in Colorado, Who's going to be interviewing me? So that's going to be very, very enticing. Luckily, I have no problem sitting in front of a video camera and whatnot. So that's going to be very good. So that's why I'm doing this pre-recorded podcast because I am on a roll right now. I try putting out a podcast every day. One, because, well, when I speak, I feel most alive. So on days I don't do my podcast, I honestly, I'm not 100%. Can you believe that? See, This is how you know when you absolutely love, and I mean you absolutely love your life and love what you do because you're able to realize and just sit there and say, you know what? Oh my God, I knew it was a goddamn mosquito. Oh man, I'm gonna have to, okay, so, uh, uh, my bad. Okay, so here we go, guys, let's focus. So when you are loving your life and you're waking up every morning excited about what to do and do this and do that, see, everything else doesn't matter anymore. So that's the most exciting part about my life because a lot of people say, man, you do a podcast every day. Well, the thing is, Gary Vee does upload different podcasts every day. Uh, It could be from different talks, different this, different that. I ultimately end up, you know, doing podcasts every day because guess what? I just love speaking, but I always make it towards, you know, like actionable steps for everyone else who's listening on the other end. You know what I mean? Maybe some people just listen to me just for the sake of listening to me because I'm just so high energy or I have high energy and I do this and I do that. It could be any or my personality and they don't they don't hear much of this where they live. It doesn't really matter, but you listen to me. You listen to me. You know what I mean? So um, I'm very, very grateful to have this podcast and I'm going to be talking about that on that Facebook live video so be sure to tune in that's going to happen in an hour and a half exactly so for those of you who are on Facebook uh or whatnot you guys could tune into my Facebook page the Arsenio Buck show and somewhere around there you're going to see a live video hopefully I'm just hoping (sighs) without further ado you know, Gary Vee uh, always he doesn't always do a podcast, but he always says, you know, what would I tell my 19-year-old self? What would I tell my younger self if I had the opportunity to tell my younger self? You know, I still remember I had a teacher by the name of Mr. Marshall. He taught geometry, geometry. And I remember it was 2004, the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, the basketball team sucked, and there were so many things going on in my life personally, and... um. Like, I ended up doing track and field 2005, ended up losing viciously in the, you know, the regional championships, but I never had an idea. The only thing I, that, that burning desire I had inside me was basically to meet someone from Japan. I never really, I was, it was in 2004, and I was like, you know what, why am I not able to communicate with people on the other side of the world? I remember when I had MSN Messenger for the first time in 2001, 
Never did I realize and ask myself, man, this should be something that's more attainable, whereas we could upload pictures and talk to each other on a platform. Never had that idea. Um, now, of course, uh, th- then came Tom with MySpace in, I think, 2003, 2004. Then came a couple other people, and a lot of things ended up taking place uh, over the course of a couple of years. And then Twitter came out later after that. Instagram, like, what is that, 2011, 2012, stuff like that. So... It started unfolding, but I never really had that idea. I never asked myself, what am I sitting in class for learning about information that is not going to help me whatsoever? See, that's why when I went to the um, the international school here in Bangkok and I asked them, I was like, hey, so what textbooks do you use? Because I'm like, you know what, I'm going to go purchase some of these textbooks and try to use it, you know, in my teachings. He's like, we don't use books here. I said, what do you guys use? He said, well, we learn by themes. And I go into a class and I remember there were like three teachers in there. I've never seen people so happy before in my life. You know what was the most remarkable part about that school? We walk into one class. Oh my God, I'm going to run you guys through this. So first class I walk in, gorgeous as always. And I saw these two blonde women, beautiful. And they were speaking a language I've never heard. It wasn't. It must have been Swedish, I think. And I'm like, wow, that's interesting. Next thing you know, I walk, over, I walk past three Asian students. They didn't look Chinese. They didn't look Japanese. They looked like... Uzbekis, they look like Uzbekistanis or maybe Kyrgyzstan, I don't know, but they were speaking something I've never heard before in my life, perhaps Mongolian because their eyes, I could, I really, you know, yeah, yeah, I understand how Mongolian, not understand, but I know how Mongolians look versus, you know, Japanese and Koreans and stuff like that. And then I remember the last class I went into, and of course, I was never exposed to this. As a child, so of course I'm getting off track right now, but I'm gonna I'm going to hurry up and relate all of this to that what I was just talking about in terms of my geometry class. And I remember I walked into a class and there was this just lovely teacher. He's like, "How you going?" And you know, I don't know where she's from. Sound like she's from Australia. And these two little girls came up to me, two little Asian girls. Where are you from? Or what's your name? And I said, "My name's AJ. What's your name?" And it was so hard for me to acclimate because I'm used to speaking Thai to my students because they do not understand everything like that. But I just had two children just run up to me as most children would in any school in America. And they were like, hello, what's your name? Oh, this and that. Next thing you know, I saw an African child right behind him. And he wasn't isolated or secluded or anything. Next thing you know, I saw others. Man, we're talking about 20 different nationalities in that damn class. So relating it. Back to, of course, geometry class and being around just Mexicans, African-Americans and Anglo-Americans. I wasn't really, I wasn't, um, I didn't live in a diverse community until I got to, of course, uh, high school. Then I met some folks from Guam, uh, so Philippines, of course, that was the big, big one. Of course, you had some Chinese, you had Thai, as a matter of fact. I think my very first girlfriend was Thai, to be honest with you. She was like a tomboy. Anyways, don't even, don't even tell people about that. Uh, yeah, she was a super tomboy. She wasn't like a beautiful tomboy here, like in Thailand. This girl was rogue as hell. Um, so anyways, I'm just trying to tell y'all the truth. <laughs> Man. If I could go back in time and ask myself something, I would say... Arsenio, what's your true purpose in life? What's your mission? I didn't know the Napoleon Hill. I didn't know I didn't know about any of that stuff. 
I didn't know about, you know, following my purpose, following my dream or anything like that. I was just doing what everyone else was doing. Everyone was graduating in 2006 and everyone's saying, oh, I'm going to Georgetown. I'm going to Stanford. I'm going here. I'm going there. The next, you know, I realized I bombed my, AC, my ACT. That's why I had to go to Central Arizona first. Um, but all of this ended up just taking place. But is it what I wanted? No, I just followed what everyone else was doing. I followed. I was a follower. Everyone was like, oh, my God, I'm going to Penn. Oh, my God, I'm going to UC Santa Barbara, the Guchos. I'm going over here. And, you know, in America, it's all about where you go, right? It's all about, oh, well, oh, I don't want to go to Ohio State. I got accepted from Ohio State and Duke and here and there, and I don't really care. I want to go to Michigan. Who gives a damn where you go? What stamp are you going to leave on this planet before everything is all said and done? What's your eulogy like? Oh, Americans, we get so bent out of shape, and you know what? I ended up just following all that BS, but you know what? Before I ended up going to college, that summer, I still remember, I still recall my mom buying a $1,000 computer. We got everything hooked up. Internet was hooked up by nightfall, and I immediately got on MySpace, and I remember that next morning I woke up, and you could actually switch, uh, you know, what area you're in on MySpace, so I went to Japan. And here I am just saying, hello, can you speak English? My name's Arsenio. I'm in Las Vegas. Da, 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 da. Click, 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 click. I said this to my, probably, I didn't copy and paste, but I wrote out a message to about 10 to 20 different people. And I just remember two people responded, and one of them was Satomi Nakagawa. And because I met her, now let me show you this ripple effect. Because I met her. We kept in touch. She went to a uh, university in Miami for a little bit. I'd probably University of Miami, if anything. Um, she went there for probably a year or two years. We kept in touch 2007. Next thing you know, she was there during some crazy, hectic months between me and my brother in 2008. Next thing you know, we moved. Well, of course, me and my best friend by the name of Andre, who just had a wonderful baby boy. Congratulations. Um, we went to live in a bachelor's pad a beautiful apartment beautiful um and next thing you know she's like hey i got some time in august how about i come see you i can go to america plane tickets are 2000 i'm like oh my god 2000 can you imagine guys flying from kyoto all the way to las vegas is two thousand dollars 10 years ago you could get that goddamn flight for probably like half the price now yeah, flying was extremely expensive back then. Just as, you know, buying a computer, a big desktop was like probably $2,000. And Sony Via was like $3,000. All of those are just slashed in half. You could buy a goddamn Mac out here in Thailand for about $200. Um, well, no, not a Mac. Uh, you could buy like a, a laptop for about $200. But, um, and I said, yeah. And she booked the ticket. She showed me the ticket. And I'm like, I can't believe it. My friend from Japan's coming. And Satomi was the most beautiful thing I've ever set eyes on uh, back then. And I still remember the buildup. I remember that um, uh, the Olympics, when while she was there, the Olympics were going on. But the buildup was like Euro, Euro 2008. That's when Spain, of course, beat Germany. That's when Turkey had an unbelievable comeback against the Czech. All these crazy things were happening. You know what I mean? And I remember that happened. Then the Olympics came, and then she came. And I still remember. I couldn't. I didn't really have a real definitive picture of her in my head. But I remember I was waiting in baggage claim with my best friend, Mark, of course, childhood friend at the time. And he started laughing. He's like, is that her? And I looked at her and I was like, yeah, that's her. And she, oh, my God, bombshell. Um, 
very awkward for the first day. She didn't speak English like she does now today. Well, probably it's gone away because she doesn't live in Australia anymore. But um, her English wasn't the best back then. A year later, as she was living, of course, in uh, Australia, her English got much, much, much better. But man, that was the most memorable eight days. I have no regrets, but that very, very um, curious 18-year-old leading into, of course, 20 years old with, of course, you know, Satomi coming to visit me and whatnot. And when she left, I cried like a baby. I was like, oh, my God, Jesus, take me. No, I'm kidding. No, I actually cried. I cried like crazy for some reason. I couldn't even sleep at my apartment for about two to three weeks because, well, all those memories were there. Oh, that's so sweet. Shut it up. Um, yeah, and what ended up happening, it's just Street Fighter, 1992. Saw a girl, Chung Lee, from Japan. I'm like, Mom, what's Japan? I saw them on TV after that horrific earthquake back in 1995. I was like, Mom, why why they eyes look like that? My mom was like, boy, shut your ass up. Don't say nothing like that. You stupid, you know? <laughs> oh, I love my mom. My mom's the greatest. Um, but she was like, boy, don't say no, no stupid things like that. You know, my mom is the great Bronx, Bronx in the house, uh, Bronx, New York. Um, but that interest from 1992 to 1995 to 2006, her coming to 2008 and me finally leaving to Australia to, to visit, of course, in 2009 and having that build up while I was taking my college courses online, bullshit ass music appreciation one-on-one, uh, excuse my language. Uh, bullshit ass classes, uh, excuse my language again, bullshit, okay, that's enough, alright, but no, um, but I went to Australia, and I wasn't chasing Satomi, I was chasing the idea of traveling abroad for the first time, and that's what I'm gonna talk about in this nice little live feed video that's gonna be coming up very, very, uh, very, very shortly, um, I'm very excited that I was just curious to meet people in Japan, because if I didn't have that curiosity, I don't know where I would be today. Seriously. And I remember every day, July 22nd, when I went to Los Angeles Airport and checked into V Australia, which is now known as uh, Virgin Australia. When I checked in and I'm sitting there, I'm like, I'm going to Australia, 14 hour goddamn flight. I still remember being on that flight and having this Australian lady next to me. And there were some Aborigines on there, but they weren't very nice. But I heard their accents and I'm like, they were like, excuse me, I, I, I can't even do the Australian accent, it's very difficult, but that accent and me realizing, oh my God, and when I landed and saw some of those lights, I'm like, I can't believe I'm here. Landed in Brisbane, hurry up and got on a train to go to another place, and there goes this girl. And this girl, you know, this Chinese girl, she gave me like a couple of uh, Chinese Australian And you know what, the worst part about this is when I landed in Sydney, uh... Uh, Sato what is it? Satomi, oh my god, yeah, Satomi met me at the airport and the Chinese girl was there. And I'm like, oh my god, I kind of owe her money. And she was just like standing there, like, okay, uh, yeah. And I didn't know she wanted to like exchange details or I didn't know what it was, but I just felt so bad because I'm like, I can't even remember. But, anyways, guys, this is just a side story. Anyways, I'm going on a little bit of a rant here. Um, which I always do. But man, I can't remember. I feel so bad. I owe her like a dollar. Damn it. And I think she was standing there like, uh, where's my money? Oh my god, I feel like an asshole now. I was 21. So, uh, yeah. I if I if I find her, if you're listening to my podcast, 
within the next 10 years, please contact me and say, hey, I was at Chinese Girl. Can I get my goddamn dollar back? Please. I feel like a complete douchebag. Um, but anyways, uh, you know, going through, taking all these classes and, uh, and like, like, what did it really do for me in terms of focusing on my core genius? Did it prepare me for what I was going to go through in Thailand? None of that. And so I'm very, very, very grateful for the opportunity uh, for just being curious, curious in general. But boy, oh boy, oh boy, I see so many people out there, especially uh, a lot of people I would have to work with and whatnot. They, they're like, I'm like, okay, so why do you want to be a dental hygienist? Because I like the money. And I'm like, dude, this is the worst thing you could actually do. Because, I mean, if you're just going after something solely predicated off the money, you are in trouble. And I just feel so, 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 so sorry uh, for these specific individuals. But I just had that curiosity of traveling abroad. And it was that idea in the beginning of 2009 in February when I was going through hell. My my ex-girlfriend broke up with me. I had no friends around. And I was like, hey, at this specific moment, this specific moment, I woke up and something said leave. Something said leave to me at about 12, 1230 a.m. I still remember the the uh, the overhead light to the oven was on in my uh, in the living room. It was about February and I'm like, leave where? And I I was like, you know what? I wanna, I'm going to travel. OK, but do I want to travel in the States? Hell no. Who do you know that's outside? Satomi. Where is she right now? Studying at Macquarie University in Macquarie, which is basically about an hour north of CBD, Sydney, Australia. So I emailed her. She was beyond excited. She said, book, 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 book. Round your tickets. Of course, a year later on V Australia, which just launched probably a month before. What was it? 700 US dollars, 24,000 baht from Los Angeles to Sydney with a layover in Brisbane. Wow. Like all of that changed just like that. If I could tell my my uh, my 18 year old, my 19 year old, my 15 year old, my whatever year old self something. Be interested in meeting more people. I should have met people from all over the world at that moment. I should have met people in Korea because I didn't know anything about the racism there, of course. I should have met people in Bulgaria, Macedonia, Kenya. It doesn't even matter. Everywhere I should have. But I didn't. But now I am. Man. And so there were no bad decisions that were made. Everything set, I mean, just set me up perfectly to achieve what it is going on out there right now or you know in terms of my life um, you know what's going on out here and what's about to happen I don't know what's about to happen I might get an email tomorrow I might get this I might get that I don't know what's happening at this specific moment but boy am I grateful for it all if you guys have anything no no regrets no regrets or anything but if you could tell yourself something if you could give yourself advice right now to the young one to the young whatever your name is, what advice would you give? I would love for you to share that. The Arsenio Buck Show or Arsenio Buck Show. Twitter or Arsenio Buck Show anywhere on the web. So please, I would love to hear some of your comments and whatnot. And until then, guys, stay tuned for the live video that's coming up in about an hour and 10 minutes. And until then, well, yeah, you guys might listen to this in like five days or 20 days or 300 days. Uh, but anyways, uh, have a wonderful morning, afternoon, and evening. And oh, as always, God, my tongue is all busted and twisted. As always, this is your host, Arsenio. Over and out.